the words that have spoken to you our spirit and our life receive the word of god in faith and you will experience a supernatural turnaround join pastor enoch aminu as he takes you through the word of god fire must fall fire must fall fire must fall you know at times if fire did not fall, enemies can be having a field day in our lives for many years. And as a matter of fact, in some people's lives, enemies have been having a field day for so many years. They are hiding to do their evil machination. They are hiding to draw you back. They are hiding to punish you. They are hiding to put sun into your work. They are hiding to destroy all your efforts. Until the day fire fall. If fire fall, that's the day you will know the person who was behind your woes for many years. At times, if God opens your eyes, to know the person who was behind your walls, who was, who, was, who was opening doors for the enemy to gain access into your life for many years, you will hardly believe it. If fire did not fall, so many things will not be exposed. One thing you must know about characteristic of fire. Let me start to show you. We have different type of fire. We have a fire that is called ash fire. That ash fire, when it burns to some certain level, you can use your leg to scatter it and take the ash because there was no more potency in that fire. We also have another fire that we can also call kerosene or paraffin fire. Paraffin fire is not an effective fire. It just comes boom and disappears immediately. How many of us have smoked cigarettes before? Before you got born again? That's a very good question I'm asking tonight. To pull your leg. And you have your lighter. When you have your lighter, you just roll it. Prayer. It brings out light, isn't it? You are behaving like a saint now. But you have smoked before, and you put the stick, both male and female. I want you to love a little bit. Hallelujah. So when you, when you roll the lighter, the fire comes out. That's a paraffin. After some time, it goes away. Then we have another fire, which is called petrol fire. Petrol fire, what it can do, when you put petrol in a fire, it will go up and people from far distance will see that there is something burning. After some few hours, it will go down. It will be quenched. You will not see the fire again. How many of us have seen our mothers, great grandmothers? You know, you, this youth of today, you are social media 
students, social media Christian. When we are when we were very young, when our granny, one whenever they wanted to cook, they always have some stones at home. Those stones, they are always smooth. Anytime they want to cook, they will pack the stone together. And they have something, I don't know the name I will call it, but I will describe it to you. It's like uh, something they've dipped in inside a palm oil for many years. And they will dry it. When they dry it, that's what they will put on the stick. When they put it on the stick, they will spark the stone. There will be a spark. It is that spark, that thing that has been dry for many years, we just catch fire. Once that thing caught fire, it will start to burn the wood. Many people can testify. People from 60 upward here, 70, 80, Hardly we have 80, 85, 90 in churches now. That's why I keep telling you, you are the leaders of tomorrow. If you have 80 or 85, 89 in our midst, I'm very, very sure there can be more than four. In all churches, go and check it. You can have 90 people, 90 year old, 95 year old in the church. No. It's, this is your generation. You, the youth. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy because I have unreserved passion for you. And I'm so much happy because God has also raised me as one of your mentors to moderate you, to show you, so that life will be meaningful to you. I preach life. I preach pragmatic things. What I've witnessed, what I've seen. Then I go to the scripture. We look at the scripture to compare it and see whether it resonates. As long as it resonates, I bring it to you. So our old grannies, I'm talking about our great grandmother, those packets. When they spark it, that thing will now catch the fire. When that thing is able to catch the fire, then they put it in the midst of the wood. Then the wood will have been so much dry, then the fire starts to come. The fire starts to come. That one can last for some time, but they use it to cook for our, our, grand, our great-grandfather. They will prepare meal. From that meal, we will also eat. Then we we'll wash the plate, we we'll go and sleep. That fire cannot expose the enemy. I've talked about paraffin fire. I've talked about petrol fire. I've talked about the fire that they use stone to ignite. How many have I mentioned? I've mentioned four. What is the fourth one? Eh? Somebody should help me. Eh? Ash fire. God bless you. I've talked about ash fire. Maybe I will press on 
and tell you more about fire. Because some of you, you don't know when we are talking about fire, you wonder, this man, where is he getting all this thing from? The more you get to the close, the more you get close to the throne of grace, the more you'll be illuminated. David said in Psalm 16, verse 6, he said, The lines are falling unto me on the pleasant places, for I have a goodly heritage. The more you get closer to God, the more God start to show you so many secrets. We have another fire that we call coal fire. Is somebody excited? Before the advent of gas or stove, our parents, that means our mother, not the great granny, our, our current mother, they don't know what is called gas. They don't know what is called uh, stove. But we have something we call coal pots. How many of us grew up to witness coal pots? Wave your hand. I think that one is for you more than these people. Then we go and buy charcoal. Because that one charcoal fire. Charcoal fire, we put it in the coal pot. We cut some stick, we put it there, we get the matches, we light it, we put it in the coal pot, it will bring fire. After some time, you realize that the charcoal will wear out and the fire will start to go down. That's the sixth fire, isn't it? And let me give you the last one before I talk about the main fire. Then we also have, then the scientists now came one day. They said, we can't continue to use this one. It's not that effective anymore. They now introduce us to a new technology. They call it gas fire. The gas fire was the last fire that we are witnessing up to this moment. You see that every woman that doesn't have a gas at home, she will never be happy. Because she'll be telling you, the husband, buy me a four-burner gas or six-burner gas. Gas fire, <laughs> you have to run the pipe. When you run the pipe, it will bring, bring in fire. The type of fire gas fire brings is very nice. It's blue. It will not make the coal pots, uh, it will not make the pots to become so dark. You know, when you use, in the olden days, when our parents, when they are cooking, when you look at the back of the pots, it's so black like anything because of the flame and because of the fire. Now, gas fire also can be quenched. It can be quenched in the sense that you have a regulator that is regulating it. If you want it to go up, you increase it. If you want it to go down, you bring it down. If you don't want it to work at all, you can go outside, remove the pipe from the cylinder, and there will never be light. Now, you don't know the reason why Jesus Christ said this word. In John 3, verse 11, 
The Holy Spirit has started now. I've taken time to introduce my message to you. I love to introduce things to you because I want you to get it. Once you are illuminated and once you are able to get it, prayer that you pray will not be difficult to be answered, to just be answered immediately. Jesus used a wonderful word in Matthew 3, verse 11. I mean, John the Baptist, sorry, used a wonderful word to qualify his forerunner, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the most powerful person that has ever lived on planet Earth. He said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that is coming after me is sure. I'm not worthy to bear it. I'm not even worthy to lay hands on the leaves. He shall baptize you with fire. And that fire, it will thoroughly peg the floor. The fire Jesus will give you is a fire that will penetrate to all hidden places and expose all hidden secrets. It will thoroughly peg the floor and burn the garner and it's an unquenchable fire. I'll share something with you. <laughs> At times, if you don't see things, you may not understand that life is a mystery. A lady happened to marry a wealthy person. She had a senior sister. Her sister did not have a suitor. But she was privileged to marry a wealthy man. And her sister usually come to visit maybe quarterly or fortnight to spend some days with, with her younger sister. One day, they were both in the same room. Excuse me, excuse me to say this. That was the month that she was having a period. She was a bit careless. Her sister, her aim of coming for that time is to pick a menstrual pad. Excuse me to say this. She took the menstrual pad and she went to the village. And this lady was expecting fruit of the womb one year, two years, three years, up to good 18 years. But suddenly she became born again, like the way you are born again. May I tell you, some of our preachers who preaches the gospel to us, there are some fundamental truths, fundamental principle that goes with this kingdom that some of them fail to show us. Do you know why? They themselves don't have it. Nobody transferred that thing to them. Somebody like myself, I was privileged to enjoy the old time religion. When you enjoy old time religion, some of my colleagues in the ministry that we both enjoy old time religion, our life never remained the same. We don't compromise. We don't live a frivolous life. We don't believe in infidelity. We don't believe in gallivanting. We don't believe in some certain thing 
The only thing we believe was prayer. Some of my colleagues in those days that we believe in old time religion, we signal ourselves. When that was that time, there was no GSM, but we have we did something for ourselves. We went and constructed a very small coffee table. How many of us know what it's called? Coffee table. Today we call it side table. We constructed coffee table, and every 12 o'clock we will wake up. We put our leg inside because when we put our leg inside we will not be comfortable so that we will not be able to sleep because our fathers in the Lord the type of religion and how they, they taught us how to pray they said in their own time when they wanted to pray in the night in order for them not to sleep everybody must be able to buy a bucket when it is 11 o'clock, you go and fetch water and put inside the bucket and everybody will sit down. You put your two legs inside. Not warm water, cold water. If your leg is inside water, cold water, can you sleep? They will pray from, morning, from that evening till morning. That was what we call old time religion. In this dispensation, believers don't pray. That's why there are so many problems. That's why so many attack. But I thank God for the youth of this ministry and the elderly people. You never joke with Tuesday. Initially, I keep giving credence to the youth. And I'll keep on giving credence to you because you have seen fatherly role in me. You have seen wisdom in me you have seen that I want to take you to somewhere you have seen that I had it he has given it to me you know how many years I put my leg inside a small table then we'll be praying from 11 to 5 a.m. every blessed day that's why prayer is not a difficult thing at all because I've been praying it's going to be almost 40 years now. It's not difficult at all. Now, that's why John said, Jesus Christ that is coming is going to baptize you with fire. That fire is different from the fire that I've mentioned. He said that fire will thoroughly purge the floor and it will burn out the Ghana and it will turn everything to ashes and that fire will become unquenchable fire it is that fire we are enjoying that's why you see that at times when I'm ministering even though I might have, I might have ministered in the morning but the moment I, I manage to step on this podium the machine will come back again minute has been sparked because of the fire and that fire cannot be quenched. It's an unquenchable fire. That's why you don't know God. God is a God that has two, two sides. He can love you when he feels that you are doing well. He can also release fire against you when he realizes that you are against his principle. Now listen carefully. 
Now, that's why we said Paul was a great writer of the Bible. And I said, excuse me, I think the weather is a bit dry. The humidity is too great. And I'm always inside the air condition because the weather is too hot. Now, Paul, a great writer of the Bible. Now, when he was expansiating in his epistle to the Hebrew people, in, in, Hebrew, in, in Hebrew 12, verses 28 and 29, listen carefully. When you are reading the Bible, first of all, close your eyes. If it is four verses you wanted to read, and say, Father, just give me illumination. Once you get illuminated, that's all. The moment you have the illumination, no power. I can tell you, oh, we have fought series upon series of battle. When I was a young Christian, I was a radical Christian. When I was a young Christian, people know, they know, they know me very well. When we leave a place, before we leave there, people, with, they know me. I'll tell them, before we leave this place, let us vomit fire. If I say, let us vomit fire, I want to deposit something there that it's going to become an indelible mark that anybody that get to that place will know that some people who are soldiers of Christ have passed through that place. But I'm not saying that in this dispensation anymore. But I believe maybe the way we are doing now you, you will contact it. When you contact it, you can spread it around. Because listen carefully. Where we are still going is very far. In those days, I was a radical Christian. I don't talk in, I don't put on suits. But now I'm a corporate person. I just wear a very short shirt. I will soak from my head to the sole of my feet. Prayer is my life. I'll pray until something happens. And whenever we are going to anywhere, my colleagues will say, have you contacted him? If he's not going, we are not going. But if he's going, we shall go there. Because I'm somebody, my strength comes when the war is released against me. My strength comes when there is challenges. I'm like a lion. When we, I may be humble, I'm a humble person, but I'm somebody, when I see battle, ah, I'm always happy. I'm, I, don't, I don't go back. It steers me hard. It makes me to become wide. My eyes will change. The spirit inside me we stayed up. That is what we call unquenchable fire that I've been baptized. That's why Jesus Christ said in Luke chapter, in Acts chapter 1, he saw that the apostles, they were feeble and they were very weak. Like so many Christians today, they were very weak and they are very feeble. And he said to them, 
make sure you tarry at Jerusalem until you are endowed with power from on high. When you receive that power, you shall be witness unto me in Judea, in Samaria, even up to the uttermost part of the heart. What was Jesus saying? He saw that there was no fire in them. That is why they spent 10 days in Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. The good news says, and when the day of the Pentecost come, he said there was a rush, there was a mighty wind that filled the house. And when the mighty wind filled the house, on top of each of them, there were 120 people. On top of them, there was a cloven tongue of fire that sat on their head. They were baptized. That time, Peter, who was jittery, whose name was called Simon, meaning a jittery person, somebody that is fearful, was the first person to preach the gospel after the ascension of Christ. And he said to them, you Jerusalem, you have killed the person God has sent to you to ransom you. It will be better for you to repent. Five minute ministration, he won 5,000 souls. Fire was coming out. Now, listen carefully. When you contact fire, when fire falls, secret things will be unfolded. When fire falls, enemies will run without you running for them. I told you, I said, when I became a young Christian and I saw Christ, I became so wide. You know, I discovered something in Christianity. In Philippians 3 verse 10, Philippians 3 verse 10, maybe you don't know this religion. All faiths, they fear Christianity. The fetish priest that you fear, he feared you more than anything. The witches, the wizards, the principalities, the powers that you fear, they feared you more than anything. But the problem is this. The preacher of the gospel, they failed to let you know the power embedded in this kingdom. I shared something like that on Sunday. Paul said in Philippians 3.10, he said, for I may know the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformable unto death. There is nothing that people can do against Christianity forever and ever. There is nothing anybody can do to you when you understand the revelation of that John th that Philippians 3 verse 10. You know why other faiths, they don't like you? Once you are a Christian, they know you have run to the place where there is shield. Haven't you read, the Bible says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and is saved. I don't know how believers carry Christianity today. It's so sad. Some cannot even show up whenever they get to a place 
and tell them I'm a Christian. They are afraid of intimidation. They are afraid that people will tag them with name. The other faiths, you see them carrying their, 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 I call it rosary, and they go around. They are not ashamed. That's why Paul said, in, first, in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, he said, I'm not afraid or ashamed of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation. To the Jew first and to the Greek second. Until you get to this level, when you are baptized with unquenchable fire, when you say fire should fall, enemy's secrets will be exposed. Whatsoever they have done against you will become known and void. Wherever they, they have taken your name, nothing will happen. They may be having itching here, waiting that they may announce your demise. Whenever they set eyes on you, they say that he's strong. He never gets sick. He never have registered in any hospital. They will tag you with a name. They say, we don't know what you have put your hands into. They say, we don't know whether you belong to some society. Then tell them, I belong to society. Jesus' society is where I belong to. And now you can't belong to Jesus' society and suffer. I told somebody one day, I said, because I don't want to suffer in my life, that's why I accepted Christ. Because I've suffered enough. I've passed through things. I've seen life. I said, but this Christ that I've met, since I've met him, I knew, and it is settled in me, you can't punish me and go scot-free. You can't do evil against me 20 years, 100 years, my God will still come back to you. You can't lie to me or do or orchestrate evil against me. Whether you travel to anywhere, it's a matter of time. My God will visit you. I'm confident of that. Because of what? I've moved with him. I've, we have prayed to some certain level. Now listen and hear this scripture. Some of you don't know scripture. When you want to become a giant in the warfare school, scripture must be your backbone. Scripture must be your breastplate. Scripture must be your hammer. Scripture must be your helmet. When scripture becomes every part of your body, it does not matter those who are fighting you, it does not matter what they have done against you. They will come back and bow and apologize. Mark what I'm telling you. Because the Bible says, Proverbs 11, Proverbs 11, verse 21. It says, hand join in hand. The wicked shall never go unpunished. God can do all things, but God cannot lie. In Romans chapter 3, verse 4, the Bible says, Romans 3, 4, it says, God forbid, let all men be liars, but let God be true. Now listen carefully. 
Fire must fall tonight. Amen. I don't know whether you are told me. If you are told me, you are married. Fire must fall tonight. Amen. Now listen carefully. If fire don't fall, you will not be able to assess some certain thing that belongs to you. I'm telling you the gospel truth. If fire don't fall, you may not be able to enjoy some certain life that you're supposed to enjoy. When fire fall, then you enjoy that life. In Psalm 105, verses 14 to 15, Psalm 105, verses 14 to 15, he said, He suffer no man to do them wrong, and he reproved kings for their sake. And verse 15, he says, Touch not my anointed, and do my prophet no harm. You see, whenever we talk about battles, I fought battles for, for, the, for many years. And all battles that were saddled against me, no battle prevailed over my life. All those wounds ignite, ignited the battle against me, suffered untold hardship. Some of them, they became miserable. Some, they died. You just don't wake up. Not everybody you can fight against. Not everybody you can wage war against. Because, listen carefully. I don't sleep. Sleep is not part of my... Sleeping is not my hobby. Because I sleep three hours in a day. The rest is to, to fight. Now, if I am not sleeping, and you that you are working against me, that you have paid fetish priests and you are sleeping and your fetish priest is also sleeping to hell with two of you. Nothing you can do that can have effect on me. You are under my foot. Nothing. Because of what? Because I pray all the time. When you want to revive your prayer life, the first thing you need, you need to eat fire. When you eat fire, <laughs> When you become firebrand, I tell you, wherever you get to, they will know. When you speak once, demons know those who have it. There was a time a woman came here. She was buried for many years, 14 years to be precise. And something, I've shared it with you before, and something happened. A friend gave birth. She went on weekend to, to, to rejoice with them. But to her amazement, they started to hide the baby from her. They hurt the baby. She discovered what they were doing. She left the place disgusted. They did the dis despicable thing to her. She wept. That Monday, I came to the church. And when I came to the church, she told one of the pastors, I would like to see Pastor Amino. She came to my office. I said, Madam, sit down. What's the problem? She started crying. Then I said, listen, crying cannot make God to answer your prayer. Let this one be settled in your mind. Because some of you Christians, whenever you pass through challenges, you'll be crying. Crying don't move God. It means you have too many waters in your eyes 
and you want to shed it, it's just like an evaporation. In geography, we realize that when there is sunset, the sunset draws some water from the lake and fills the ozone layer. And when the ozone layer is full, after some time, it drops. When it drops, that's the time you get to the rainy season. When you get to the rainy season, then the water will start to come. When the ozone layer, when the water is so full, it becomes so cold. When it is too cold, when the water wants to come, lightning must come out of it. This is geography. When lightning comes out, lightning travels about three million miles before thunder. That's why you see lightning. That's real light. Then after that, you see the thunder. That is electricity. That we call that hydro energy. It has about two kilowatts. If you put a light above to that thing at that particular time, light will come. If you are not careful, you can be electrified. That's it. The same thing applies to what I'm talking about. When you are loaded with fire, I'm telling you secrets of many years that you don't know, you shall start to know them. When you are loaded with fire, those who join hands together to make life difficult for you, they will regret their life. When I became a Christian, when I realized that power belongs to Christ, I became a terror. Where I grew up, I showed them pepper. There were some people, they were dead now. They were wicked women. One of them one day, when she saw me, she stood before me and she saluted me. And she said, hey, look at fire around you. I bow before you. I say, yes, the wicked must bow before the righteous. I say, I've gone to wilderness to eat fire. And I'm out in the city to keep on vomiting it. You must be a fire vomiter. That's why I want to show you something tonight. And fire will fall. What distinguished Elijah? among all prophets of God. This is the secret. You may not know some certain thing except you have a prophet, except you are a prophet. I don't usually declare to people that I am a prophet. I don't say it. I always I. That was an issue three weeks ago and some people and, and an elderly man was telling some people, he said, you see that man is an old prophet. He may be young, he said, but the engine inside him is like 200 years. So they were arguing. He said, don't argue with that man. Who, whatsoever he says is final. He said, that man, but he will not talk. He will behave as if, there are so many things I see, but I just, be, I just behave as if, I did not see you because it's none of my business. Now listen carefully. 
What distinguished Elijah from all the prophets? I'll tell you the secret tonight. Elijah, when God called him into the ministry, whenever God is going to call you into the ministry, the first thing the Lord will give you, he will give you a mandate. And that mandate is your staff of office. You heard me on Sunday. I said, I have a staff of office. When I hold, there is no place I go that my staff of office is not with me. If I lift up my hand and speak, there will be pandemonium. Elijah, a staff of office, when God called him into the ministry, God attached an angel beside him. Nobody could see the angel, only Elijah. That's why when Elijah says, let fire fall, the angel must bring down the fire. Where did I see this one? Let's use scripture to compare scripture. You know, I am an advocate of scripture. In Hebrew chapter 1, verse 7, the scripture says, he make his angel spirit and his minister a flaming of fire. So that angel always stands beside Elijah. And if anything wants to happen, the angel will tell him, say, look, listen, they want to plan. This is what they are doing. But you just behave as if you did not see them. Nobody could see the angel. Check your Bible very well. When you get home in your leisure time, you start to read Second King, chapter 1. The Bible says, Ahias he was, the, um, was the king of, uh, was the king. And when he was climbing the lighters, he fell. And when he fell, he became bread-ridden. And because he did not want to die, he sent some people to Ekron to go and inquire from Baal Zebub. That Baal was the one Jezebel and Ahab they worshipped to inquire whether he would live or he would die. The angel saddled Elijah. He said, you see those men coming? When they get to, your, to the place where you are, appear to them and tell them that you are going to Ekron to go and inquire because of the king and tell them boldly that go back and tell the king that he shall die on the bed that was bedridden. The people were afraid. They could not understand. How come this man knew what we are going to do? How come the secret was revealed to him? So they ran. Not that they walked. They ran back to the king. They said, on our way to Ekron, we met a man who dressed roughly. Elijah, a very rough prophet. He doesn't believe in fashion. He doesn't believe in fancy. He would just wear something and tie gadu, put another one, dressed like this. He's a warrior. All what he's looking for, just look for my trouble. 
I call fire to consume you. He want to cause trouble before. You know, when power dwells in you, you feel like testing it. You feel like exercising it. That's why you see politicians, when they are decorated with power, when they have not been sworn into an office, they'll be so much humble, so much nice. They talk gently. They talk nicely. Let them receive the staff of office. They change to become something else. But the mistake politicians are making, I'll tell you tonight, they have forgotten that they can only be in an office less than nine years. They can't be in an office for nine years, only eight years. But a prophet is a prophet forever and ever and ever. Can't you see Second King 13? When Elisha died, when they buried him, and the man also died, and they were taking the man to the cemetery to bury, the Philistines were chasing them. Because of the fear of the Philistines, they dropped the casket of the man on the tomb of Elisha. The man woke up and came back to life. That tells you, once a prophet is a prophet forever, Nobody take it away from that person. Now listen carefully. When fire falls, something great will happen. Let me start to expandate and tell you what will happen. The benefit you are enjoying before, that your enemy used some certain scheme or negative power to take away from you, the benefit will come in double. So somebody is going home with double portion tonight. If you like, you connect yourself. If you believe. I'll start to tell you, when fire falls, what they have stolen from you, and they kept it in their palaces. Your car, your money, your glory, your honor, your joy, everything comes back. Then you start to look at yourself. Your physique will change. You look more handsome. You look more beautiful. When people who knew you before, they'll be asking questions. What did you do? Where did you go to? You did not go to anywhere. The only thing you did, you, con you contacted fire. A woman joined this church when we are the other side. She had only a combi boss. And one day she came. She told me, I'm a deaconess in Sososo Church. I said, okay. I said, you are welcome. I said, well, what do you want? I said, yeah, we pray. If you can pray, you, you, if you like deaconess position in that church, I will advise you to go back. But if you like prayer, I would advise you to stay. She says she like prayer. Not knowing that coming to church on that day, she had only 10 Ghana City in her life. Business collapsed. Everything crumbled. We started praying. The Lord rejuvenated everything. She built houses. She had so many stuff. She started traveling overseas. She started enjoying life. But one thing amazes me about people, 
when they are liberated, they forget where their liberation came from. They are forgotten that the river that forgot its source shall surely dry. That's it. Now, Elijah, because of fire, he tormented his enemy. When you, before you leave here, as fire is coming on you, you will see what will happen. You will see what they have done. You will see favor. You see blessing. You see joy. You see happiness. What is what what man needs so much in life? What woman needs so much in life is inner peace. That's why what we, that's what all of us we are looking for. But once there's inner peace, even if you eat just one 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 scoop, just scoop of rice, it will look as if you have ate one bag of rice because there is inner peace in you. But if there's no inner peace, eat the whole of this church, it will not show. Now, Elijah, when he started calling down fire, when you want to deal with your enemies, you want them to know that you are not in the same class with them. It's fire that you deal with them. When you start to call fire, enemies are in trouble. Can't you see? When we are very young, we are very rascal. Whenever we see rodents, where they are hiding, or the bushmeat. How many of us have ate bushmeat before? There are some certain bushmeat. They are not like uh, rats, but they are very big. When you eat them in those days, where they are hiding, in the cave, we will go and get paraffin and get some stick and put it there. We will put fire there. Then every one of us will hold stick. We know that when fire hits that place very well, they must run out. When they run out, we use the thing, bow, on their head. We have already put something on the coal pots, charcoal, everything. We do it, proof, 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 proof. We, we, we shave everything. We spread it. We make it to be what? To be what? We, we roast it. Our gari is there. <laughs> when we roast it, we make sure. Some of us, if you, if you are very fast, you will get the tie. People like myself, it's the tie we'll be aiming. Once you get the tie, pia, then your gari, you eat. I want you to laugh a little bit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. You see the mystery of life. Sometimes you say, hey, but I'm passing through. Nobody has ever passed through it. And except somebody tells you his own. When somebody tells you his own, you wrap your home with a golden paper and put it in your pocket and say, my own is even better. I'm from a gold. I'm from a gold, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying a golden spoon. I'm still complaining. Some people, their own, there was nothing like golden spoon, no silver spoon, nothing. Even it's a dirty hand that they're using to eat. So that's it. So what am I trying to say? Children of God, when fire fall, things must happen. If fire don't fall, things will not happen. I want to hold you tonight. That you should try your best. Let fire fall. Amen. On wood. 
on the enemies, on, on, on who again, on some of your things that they hid at some places. When you pray to some certain level, some certain things must chase you. You no longer chase those things. When you pray to some certain level, some doors are bound to happen. I mean to open without you knocking. When you pray to some certain level, proposal will be coming from men from north, south, east, and west. One of my daughters, very pretty, one day she came to me. She said, Daddy, pray with me. After the prayer, she said, Daddy, today is my 40th birthday. And she said, Daddy, you know what? I don't have a shooter. I'm still a virgin. I said, what? As pretty as you are. So I said, so since you are born, for 40 years, no man has ever touched you. No man has ever said, Sss. Then she started laughing. <laughs> you know where I was? We were, in, we were in the world before. And when we are in the world, we go for scavenging. We go and do parasites. When we want to chase that lady, we hide, we hide somewhere. When they send her out, we chase her. Say, how are you, mama? You know, we like you. <laughs> Praise God. I want you to laugh tonight. Some of you say, ah, I've never done that because, because you, are, you are a saint. You are an angel. I'm not an angel. I'm a flesh and blood. It just pleased God to call me. <laughs> but when you are talking about life, I've enjoyed life before. That time our trouser, we put it on our... On our <laughs> <laughs> on our belly button then it's going to be a very baggy one so when we are talking we talk as if we are from abroad we have not been to anywhere <laughs> say how are you mama you know you look so pretty ah, let me <laughs> oh my god god have, god have mercy in the time of flesh Man, men have done some certain thing. In the time when the light has not shined, when darkness covers man, man have done so foolish thing. And so you know why? You know, we will now tell the lady, no, do, don't you know me? Oh, my father is Dangote. Father. <laughs> hey! Then we now have a big pause in our pocket. Nothing is there. We will go and fold some paper and fold it and put it inside the purse. Say, what do you see money you need? Let's go to a nice club. We'll make you fine. We will eat. We will use wisdom. Say, do you have money there? You just pay. When we get this. <laughs> ah, let, me, let me stop here. <laughs> let me stop here. <laughs> Praise God. Somebody say, I thank God for my salvation. Say it and let me hear you. Say it and let me hear you. <laughs> hey, when you are in the world, your brain must be working. So many lies to toast the, to toast the mama because you want to take her out. Then say, oh, you don't know, something great is coming. 
my father said we shall be going to Europe in the next two months. Ah! In those days, when a lady heard you are going to Europe, ha ha ha, she'll be crying. You are going to leave me so now I'll never leave you. When I get to Europe, I'll bring you. There is no Europe anywhere. <laughs> Our Europe is more color. <laughs> Praise God. When fire fall, children of God, great men and great women tonight, people who are going to occupy their position, which the enemy took away from their life for many, many years. When fire fall tonight, you shall ascend your position. You shall ascend to your position. You shall ascend to your position. When fire fall, mighty things happen. That's why you see some people like us, when we are preaching, I tell you the gospel truth. There is nobody want to talk about life that we have never enjoyed. And that's why when I became a Christian, we say, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, if a man be in Christ, is a new creature. All things have passed away. All things becomes new. When we are in the world, we carry mamas. We talk with mama. Classic people. And that's why you see that we do, I don't believe in infidelity. No, 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 no. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You can twist like a snake. You will break your waist too. I will never look at you. You can walk like an ostrich. They will put P.O.P. on your leg. It will never move. It doesn't move me. Because we've done that. We have put it behind us. The Bible says, remember not the former thing. Neither consider the things of old. For I will do a new thing. Shall ye not know it? And now it shall spring up. Where is it that they don't cook in the night? Is there anywhere they don't cook in the night? There is an adage where I come from. There is nowhere they don't cook in the night. Now listen carefully. Let's face business. When fire fall, people said they don't want to approach you. When that my daughter came to me, very pretty, fair in complexion, 40 years of age, she was still a virgin, no suitor, nobody had ever approached her for 40 years. I said, we must be praying. We started praying every night. One day she said they sent her from her office from Ghana here to Abuja. She got to Abuja, she was walking there, and some eight ministers, they saw her. I want to marry you. I want to marry you. Fire has fallen. I want to marry you. Then 2 a.m. she called me. Said, Daddy, 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 what's I said, what happened? He said, God has answered my prayer, but there's a problem. Eight men. Eight men. I said, what is eight men? He said, Daddy, eight men are chasing me. Which one will I marry? I said, well, where have we are, where have we have reached now? I don't choose husband for somebody. You must know the one you like. Among the eight people. Some pastor says, This is your husband, this is your wife. It's not scriptural. If you see your wife, you know. If you see your husband, you know. I said, But the only help I can give you, I give you Deuteronomy 29, verse 29. Anytime you want to know secret of anything or secret of anybody, before you sleep, read some Deuteronomy 29, verse 29. 
and say, God, on this issue, I don't know anything, but as I'm going to sleep, show me the secret. He will show you. Can you rise up to your feet? I can see the fire mounting and it's burning. And when Elijah, when he contacted fire, he used the fire to destroy the first captain of the 50. When he sent them back to go and tell the king, Ahias, that he would die on his bed. The king got annoyed. He said, let's go and arrest Elijah. Elijah said, if I'm a man of God, let fire fall. Who brought down the fire? The secret is this. The angel attached to Elijah. He's the one doing everything. He's the one doing everything. Then the second captain came. He said, man of God, come down quickly. Elijah said, this one did not have home training. He said, let fire fall and fire consume. Within 10 minutes, Elijah had killed 102 people. Tonight, fire will kill some people. I can't hear your amen. I said, tonight, fire will kill some people. Whosoever tells you that prayer is not working, he's a liar. That one is not a Christian. Prayer works like modern magic. It's swift. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the answer. Haven't you read in Act 4, verse 31? They told the disciple of Christ, they said, we warn you, don't mention that name again. If you dare mention that name, we throw you into the dungeon. Peter and the disciple, they gathered together, they started praying. When they were praying, the Lord wanted to show the enemies and the mount, the, the ground where they were praying shook. And everybody in that town, they saw and the witness trembled because of the prayer of 12 people. Don't you think God can still do that in our own time? Yes, sir. Oh, he can do more than that. Now let me give you one secret. Anything God has done before, he can still do it again and again and again and again. Tonight, fire will fall. I said 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 tonight, fire will fall. Now listen carefully. If fire is going to fall, let me teach you a little bit on, uh, of hydro energy. You know, we have series of ways we can generate power. Number one, you can generate power through dam. And if that dam, that dam has a very high density of water coming from a river and it's passing through a, a particular size of space. As because it's rushing, this rushing with gravity, that gravity, when it passes through it, the power, the water mix, it becomes hydro. The word hydro means, the scientists are here, they will tell you. The word hydro means 
It has generated power. It can shock. It can bring fire. It can bring light. So when it comes out, then they will connect a pipe and some wire. So you'll be amazed that some of the light we were using in the olden days, some came through hydro energy. Then we also have another light we are using in the olden days. Some came through coal. We have a place called, they build a coal uh, a silo, very tall. Then on top you'll be seeing smoke coming out, coming out, coming out. All these things were being propelled with force. You can't generate fire without a force. You can. Have you seen the first car before? I want to pull your legs. How many people here have seen the first car that Henry Ford first of us manufactured? If you have seen it, wave your hand. Wave your hand. Nobody. But I have not seen it, but I saw it through research. You know the first car Henry Ford produced? He had something like, uh, I don't know what they call it. It's a long metal. It will, it will go in front of the car. Then you start to wind it. You wind it. You wind it. You wind it. You wind it. You, wind it. you use force. After some time, you'll be winding. Then the car will be. Then you remove it. Then you jump inside the car. And the car starts to walk. <laughs> Praise God. And when Henry Ford did the car, the mistake he made, he did not put reverse there. So there was nothing like reverser. There is no reverse tonight. Forward ever, backward never. Are you ready to call down fire? Before you call down fire, you yourself must become fire. When you become fire, who is that witch? Who is that wizard? Who is that fetish priest? Who is that principality? Who is that person traveling in your house, going to meetings, and because of you? Who are those who have come from, a, from an association and they are deliberating on your case? Your case, they will leave it. When you become a firebrand, you don't know. Let Archbishop Idaosa was praying one day and some 14 boys in Kenya they were praying that he should die and the archbishop, archbishop let archbishop anytime he's praying he will prostrate on the floor and he'll be speaking in tongues from 12 till morning as he was speaking in tongues those 14 boys they said we want to kill this man in their coven they are their grandmaster. And the moment they mentioned the name of Idaosa, a big mighty stone fell in their midst. It nearly hit the awkward grandmaster on his head. And they all picked race. That was how the meeting scattered. Every meeting going on against you. As from tonight, because you are going to be one of the firebrands, that meeting will scatter. If you are told your amen will be dynamic. If you are told your amen will be dynamic. 
If you are told your amen, we be dynamic. If you are told your amen, we be dynamic. If you are told your amen, we be dynamic. If you are told your amen, we be dynamic. If you are told your amen, we be dynamic. Lift up your two precious hands and cry like this. Oh Lord, let fire fall on my enemies. Now, open your mouth. Are you sure? Are you really sure? Are you praying? Are you sure? Rekele Mandorobo Rekalaba Lift up your hands Pray like a machine Cry to God Oh Lord Oh Lord Let fire Let fire Let fire Let fire Let fire on my enemies in Jesus name we have prayed everybody I want to award you a mark you have just called two over hundred yeah you have not prayed when fire managed to fall on our enemies you yourself will know you will hear news before you get home. We were in Lagos. I was ministering. And the Lord said, a woman is here. There is a particular tree in front of your house. A fetish priest usually come there around four o'clock to take breeze. There's something they buried under that tree that is affecting your family. But before you get home, a wind will blow and the tree will fall. The woman thought I was joking because the Lord showed me. We shared the grace. As she was approaching the gate of the house, a younger brother ran to her. He said, we never knew where this wind came from. The wind was so fierce and uprooted the tree where that fetish priest across our house usually loved to come and sit and the tree fell. And the lady said, but Pastor Minu said it just at the church now. He said, the tree fell. The tree fell, said, glory be to God. When the lady came to me, I said, you are freeing your family. How many of us want to be free tonight? Haven't they, haven't they tormented you enough? Haven't they made life difficult for you enough? Won't you get to where God said you should get to? Won't you accomplish what he said you should accomplish? When do you want to come and accomplish that thing when you are 90 years? 90 years you, are, you, are, you can't do much. You cannot even eat very well. You cannot even run. You'll be walking gently. Why not use all your last effort? Samson used his own last power to defeat his enemy. Oh Lord! Let fire fall on my enemies tonight. Open your mouth and pray. Thank you, 
Father. Yes. 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 Are you sure you are praying? God bless you, that man. God bless you, that man. God bless you, that sister. Aha. 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 Yes. Fire must fall. 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 You are a young man. You are a young woman. Cry to God. Lift up your hand. Cry. On top of your voice. Cry. On top of your voice. Cry. On top of your voice. Cry. 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 Yes. 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 Jesus name we have prayed. You know, we have two more. Then we continue on Friday. But Friday don't forget prophetic promises part 2. We might get up to part 10 and now lay hands. But these two prayer points when it comes to fire I don't rush because you must pass through. If a woman had a stillbirth, the best thing for a gynecology to do is to put that baby in an incubator. And they will tell you, the mother, you should go home and be coming. If it is around seven months and the baby is still fragile, they may tell, we told the baby for four weeks but you'll be going to the hospital to breastfeed the baby. When you are incubated with fire, mighty things happen. If you study poultry, when you have heads, there is a system how chicken, how they come and become and come to limelight. They need to be incubated with very hot substance. That will make the yoke to turn to a fortress and turn to a chicken. But before we pray the last prayer, there are some enemies in our lives. They are hiding. The only thing that can expose them is fire. I gave you an example when we are young, when we want to eat those bushmeats. We go inside the cave, we put fire inside it, we block it. Before you know it, they run out. Lift up your hand. Pray with action. Now pray with holy madness. Pray with anger. Fire of God! Expose! Yes, 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 that is it, that is it.
Glory be to God. I can see the power. The power. The power. The power of God. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now, for just two minutes, how many of us want to become high tension wire? If you want to become high tension wire, lift up your hand. You know, high tension, do you know what is called high tension? He doesn't recognize the managing director of ECG. He doesn't recognize all the board of director of ECG. He doesn't recognize any single staff of ECG. If he doesn't recognize any citizen, if anybody touches it, what happened? Now, I don't know how you are going to pray this prayer. Whether you are going to roll on the floor, whether you are going to use your head, whether you are going to do anything, but action must be put. You must be incubated. When God incubates you with fire, hey, 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 some of you, they will ask you, where do you go to? They will even ask you, have you joined an occult society? You will tell them it's a lie. Because what they will be seeing, it will, they will be amazed. Lift up your two precious hands and cry. Cry on top of your voice. This was the prayer we started praying for good four years. Just one prayer point. Oh Lord, incubate me with fire for four, four years, for 48 months. Oh Lord, incubate me. We don't ask for money. We don't ask for breakthrough. Just incubate me. Incubate me. When last did I tell you I'm going to hospital. May God forbid. I don't have any fire in any hospital. I don't have a bed in any hospital. When last did you see me telling you I want to go and lie down in one hospital? May God forbid. When you are incubated, sickness disappears. When you are incubated, power comes. Lift up your hand. Whether you are a woman, whether you are going to deliver, this, this will even make your delivery to be fine. Stand to your feet and make sure you cry out. Forget about your position where you are working. Forget about your certificates. When you are going back on transition, they will not put your certificate in your casket, but your prayer will go with you. Oh, Lord! Oh, my God. The level is too low. Oh, Lord! Incubate me now with your fire. Open your mouth and pray. Aha. Aha, aha, yes, yes, 
Yes. Yes. That is it. That is it. That is it. Yes. Yes. God bless you, that sister. God bless you, that sister. God bless you, that brother. Put action. Put action. Put action. Put action. They have tormented you enough. They have punished you enough. They have blocked your way enough. Tonight, enough is enough. Cry to God. Cry to God. Cry to God. Cry to God. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Incubate. Incubate. Incubate me with your fire. With your fire. With your fire. I believe all the youths, they are in our abyss. Show us. Show us your exuberance. Show us your exuberance. Show us your exuberance. Youths, shake this place. Youths, shake this place. Youths, shake this place. Oh, in Jesus' name we pray. Welcome to Pure Fire Miracle Ministries International, where lives are transformed. On Sundays, we have three services. The first service starts from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. The second service starts from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And the third service starts from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Join our warfare service on Tuesdays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And our prophetic encounter on Fridays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Come and your life will never be the same. Pure Fire Miracle Ministries International, where lives are transformed.